Zach Anderson. Podcast. A man barely alive. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic Podcaster. Zach Anderson will be that man. Better than he was before. Better. Stronger. Faster. Anderson, and this week we are going to be talking about the holiday season, uh, some trips, games we've been playing, games we haven't been playing, shows we've been watching, uh, a, a veritable horn of plenty to discuss, cornucopia, if you will, uh, to do this. I have with me, as always, Shannon Elasta Pants Moore. Hello, Zach 3.0. I mean, Zach, how are you doing? Uh, I'm the original Zach. I don't know why you would even say. You you are right. Uh, I'm, certain, I'm certainly uh, not a sound-alike in any way. Uh, dude, this is awkward. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, so holidays. Holidays are upon us. Uh, I ate a fair amount of pumpkin pie, uh, and I don't regret it. Uh, yeah. I have since moved on from Thanksgiving and am ready to now celebrate the uh, the next holiday on the docket, which is Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. Put up my mm-hmm. Christmas lights and the tree today. Ah. Elf on a Shelf is back in town. Um, we're, we're in full effect now. See, uh, I just got back from a massive vacation uh, mm-hmm. last week. so Va- Vacation, quotation marks. Yeah, uh, certainly, <laughs> yeah, not, vacation. certainly not a government <laughs> laboratory. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it, today has been a day of laundry mm. and and cleaning, so Christmas decorating is probably going to have to wait to next weekend. How did you get the blood point. out? I mean, uh, how did you uh, like, um, do you celebrate? I mean, do you just you just throw everything in the wash at once, right? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, bleach and scrub. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, just detergent. It works really well. Lie, um, you know, you. your basic stuff you have laying around the house. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, also joining us, Justin, down on the farm, Carter. It's your boy. Dude, <laughs> get some thin Lizzie on the line, because the boys are back in town. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. We're all mm. here. Uh, I, I went to uh, Megan's mom, lives on a ranch up in like Flagstaff, so we went there for Thanksgiving. I got to pet a cow. Mm-hmm. Um, I ate a lot of food. Uh, Megan's brother farted so hard he shit his pants at the dinner table. You know, and that's a winning holiday right there. Yeah, you don't got too many of those for the books. I mean, uh, I mean, not since my son was two did we have a duty at the table. But... 
And that was embarrassing for Shannon. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, both of us had to go change our pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, so, how overall? How would you rate this uh, Thanksgiving in your in your you know in all of the Thanksgivings you celebrated? Was it was it a good one? Were you happy? More importantly, did you guys stay up to do any Black Friday shopping? Uh, well, there was no shopping because Lord knows I spent all the money last week. <laughs> like, uh-huh. So, uh, in case anyone was curious, uh, I was not here last week because the family went. On a road trip, uh, we were going to, went to see my mom, who's down in uh, the Palm Springs area, and that's a good seven, eight-hour drive away. So we decided to cut that time in half and go to Disneyland for two days, and then mm. Universal Studios for a day, and then my mom's. Um, and uh, yeah, two kids and all that—that that, that ain't cheap, guys. That. Uh, <laughs> Your your boy's looking for for work now, like side gigs. <laughs> the bank's calling you. They're like, bro, yeah. this you? <laughs> like, what's yeah. happening right now? They're pull they're pulling up old tweets. This you? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it was it was a great trip. Probably honestly one of the best like family vacations we've ever taken. Real positive all the way around. Uh, your boy went hard in those Disney streets that first mm-hmm. day, dude. We mm-hmm. rode everything like with the exception of toontown and uh the cars or was that the cars racer ride mm-hmm. i forget what that yeah, is yeah the spring radiator whatever. springs radiator springs yeah yeah, yeah the, the people there said where's justin and i said i don't know i haven't <laughs> talked to him in a couple weeks and they're like it's um, fine we'll see him next month yeah yeah uh so uh yeah we wrote everything except that stuff on the first day mm-hmm and we had the like lightning pass thing first day. Didn't pay for it the second day. Then we're like, you know, we're just gonna raw dog it. We're we're gonna wait in lines. Be prepared, kids. You know, like <laughs> this is gonna uh, suck. Yeah, and uh, and so the second day we did uh, like Guardians. Mm-hmm. We basically did all the California Adventure stuff. We didn't do the first day, like Guardians cool. and and the Webs Slinger and all that stuff. Um, no, wait, we did Web Slinger for whatever. Doesn't matter. And um, so we get there, go right to cars, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're there within a half hour of opening. The line for for Aviator Springs is already like seventy five minutes, and we're Damn. like, you know what? Just we're doing it. Strap in. Here we go. Um, we were in that line for about fifteen minutes when all of a sudden it's like, hey, get out of line because this shit's broken. And we're like, oh, yes. And and secretly. I am like, fuck, yes. I do not want to stand in this goddamn line for more than an hour for a five-minute ride. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is... And, and and then it was like, okay, well, we'll go do Luigi's, and we'll go do Mater's, and then we'll see what's... A, oh, it's still broken. Well, let's go to Guardian's. Oh, still broken. All right, let's get the fuck out of California Adventure. Let's, uh-huh. let's go. Like, I'm done. Um, so that worked out well. Uh, but it, I did think of Justin, though, because... Opening day or rope drop day one, we go right to uh, 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 Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance. We're super short line, it's like 25 minutes, right? We get all the way. I'm at the end of the cave where you see the elevator that takes you to the ride. 
and it breaks. Oh. And but that one, we were like, we are not leaving. Mm-hmm. We're not leaving. We're sitting right here. And I, and the and the staff that was there actually was like, hey, I'm not supposed to say anything, but this doesn't look like a bad one. If you kind of want to just hang out for a second, like I can't tell you that. But from what I'm hearing, it doesn't seem like it's going to be bad. And I'm like, okay. And so we, we hung out. So our logic was, we'll give it an hour. Because if I leave and come back, it's going to be an hour. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we gave, and so in about 45 minutes, they had it fixed. And we were back on. And so we got to do that. And so that was, that ride rules, by the way. Hmm. Um. We did Smuggler's Run. Your boy uh, was a gunner with Jonathan, and, and we got a perfect score. Wow. Uh, the girls were flying, and it was hilarious because there's parts of that ride that you just hit things. It's built into the ride, right? And so they're flying, and we're just like, bah, 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 running into stuff. And Jonathan's just like, Mom, you're controlling up and down. What are you doing? <laughs> and Steph's just like, I'm not controlling it right now. Yeah. Oh, it was so He's funny. like elbowing you. He's like, women drivers, am I right, Dad? No, no, seriously, seriously. Uh, no, but it was, it was great. Um, and then Universal was really interesting because... I had legitimately no idea what any of those rides were. Really? None. Like, I knew the Jurassic one was a, like, water ride mm-hmm. that had a big drop at the end. I knew that. Um, I didn't really know what the Mario Kart ride was. I had no idea what the Transformers ride was, The how the Harry Potter ones were. I flew. But we just, like, got one, got on them. Like, okay, here we go. And uh, pro tip. If you are doing Universal, get the Fast Pass system, whatever they have, bro. These lines were fucking at least an hour for every ride. It didn't Ugh. matter what it was. It didn't matter what it was. It was at least an hour. We didn't wait longer than fifteen minutes in nice. any line because of Fast Pass. Like, and the thing is, is like, oh well, you can only use it once per day per ride. Great. No, they all kind of suck. So, like, I'm awesome doing them once. Like, sweet. I got to ride it once. That was enough. Like, on to the next one, you know? And so, I, I don't know. Uh, worked well for me, but, but yeah, every time we got on a ride, I'm like, why would anyone not pay for this? Like, so, it, so here's my question. The rides at Universal Studios, are they all, like, what What makes them subpar? Is it the, the um, fact that they're all the same? They feel the same? Like, no. they're all just kind of like a... Well, okay. So, they're all variants mm-hmm. of the, you're in a car of some sort, and a screen is around you. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're going to have effects where, like, water spray. By the way, why does water spray on you on every fucking ride in Universal? It's literally every goddamn ride. I don't understand. Like, that was the one effect. They were like, hey, you know what's going to work this time? We'll spray water on these motherfuckers. <laughs> and it's like, God damn it. Like, stop it. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, like, water spray on you. The car moves up and down to make you feel like you're falling or make you feel like you're flying or whatever. Um, as the screen moves around you and it's all variants of that. Some of them time, sometimes they have goggles to make it 3d like transformers. Sometimes you're just in a theater, like the, uh, despicable me one, you know, like if they all have variants of that 
formula, but it's that formula for all mm. of them. And it okay. was kind of the only ones that were different were like the Secret Life of Pets was a very much like Monsters Inc. type ride where you're going through a little world and showing you scenes. Um, and then the Harry Potter. So the Harry Potter has like the like my first roller coaster, like rat coaster type of thing. Okay. The Flight of the Hippogriff, which mm-hmm. for some reason terrified my daughter, who at that point had ridden Space Mountain and Big Thunder, but like <laughs> this thing scared her. It goes I, in a no. circle like this. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it, nothing. Like, max is like 15 feet off the ground. Max. You know, like it's, but whatever. It is broad, broad daylight, you know, but sure. Well, yeah, six year olds. Who knows? Um, and then the other one is like, a very involved version of the you're in a chair with screens around you type thing. It's like, it's a combination of that and moving you through a like Indiana Jones style landscape where Mm -hmm. like Dementors pop out at you and shit like that. But it's, I don't know. Those two were, those two were good. The Simpsons ride was actually really good. Mm. Like I would recommend that one. Uh, Mario Kart was real fun. That was like your four player. You're playing competitively. You're all shooting uh, at Koopas to try to get more coins. Yada yada. That that one was good. Um, I mean, none of the rides were bad, but it's by the time you got on like the fifth one, and you're just kind of like, oh, they're all kind of like this, huh? Okay, <laughs> all right, I, I got gotcha. you, sure. But like Jurassic was good, and and my son being the Jurassic nut that he is, like. He had a great time with that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a fun vacation. And then we went to uh, went to a Palm Springs and kids played in the pool for two straight days. And I ate way too much. My mom got the uh, the Costco pumpkin cheesecake, Ooh, uh-huh. which you cannot go back from. Like, it's like, get your, get your pumpkin pie the hell out of here. As much as I love it, it hurts me to say it. The pumpkin cheesecake, dog, it's... Jesus, sinful, sinful, <laughs> Shannon. You're, you're looking, you're looking at me skeptical right now, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost same. blasphemous, is what I'm hearing. Because, like, I mean, I've been such a pumpkin pie aficionado for so long that I, I don't think I could turn my back on it right now. Dude, I, I, I was raised on pumpkin pie with Cool Whip uh-huh for, for my entire childhood trust me i i've lived this life you were you were speaking of but uh but man the pumpkin cheesecake just saying it's pretty good you, you <laughs> know i'm right there with you yeah i was offered both pumpkin pie pumpkin cheesecake and pumpkin mm-hmm. pie at thanksgiving and i'm like you know what? give me some of that cheesecake yeah it's gonna destroy mm-hmm. my stomach later but i'm here <laughs> for it yep but but your taste buds we're there for it that's for sure um so yes justin as as someone who often goes to these theme parks uh have you done universal so i have done universal i do want to say though when i opened up facebook and saw your story where you're like and the ride broke down for star wars (laughs) i died and i ran and like was like slapping (laughs) megan on the shoulder like dude you gotta look at this shit and she's like yup (laughs) yup i I posted that specifically for you Um, but but we did get to ride it at least that is good at least it wasn't that long i was gonna say as someone who has also been in line for rise of the resistance and waited 
I think it was like two-ish hours, and it just never Ooh. came back. Uh, I, you know, 40 minutes in perspective is not that bad. Yeah, because that last trip you took was like your trip from hell, right? Yes, that was the where everything broke down. Like there were seven rides broken at any given time. Like in mm. total, I think I maybe only got to ride maybe seven rides. Jesus. So yeah, the fact that you got to ride almost everything on day one sounds like a pretty solid trip. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I did. I have done Universal. I've done it a couple different times, and. I'm kind of in the same camp as you. Like, they all are very much almost the same ride where you're in a car, just kind of wiggling, doing whatever. It's kind of like, I feel like it's good for, like, kids who are, like, scared of roller coasters, whatever. That's kind of like baby's first, like, Mm -hmm. amusement park kind of ride. Like, my daughter, for example, by the time we got to Universal, like, she had, like, Space Mountain kind of broke her. (laughs) You know, like, she was like, Big Thunder, yay, Matterhorn. Eh, Space Mountain. Okay, I'm good. I'm good off roller coasters, you guys. Like we're, we're done. We're good, right? And so, like, I think that was why the Hippogriff one, like, kind of was just like, I can't, guys, I can't. Had like, non no flashbacks to yeah. Space Mountain. Exactly. <laughs> but she, uh, but all those rides, she was did, and obviously way scarier than the Hippogriff one. But like, took all in stride, like. Dementors and spiders jumping out at Harry Potter. Oh, that was cool. Like, it's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So, yeah, yeah, I think so. Last time when we went to Universal, though, I will say, like, I had never ridden the Simpsons one before. I waited about 45 minutes to almost an hour in line. I thought it was an actual roller coaster. And then when I found out it was the car, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I waited (laughs) an hour for what's essentially the Despicable Me ride (laughs) for Simpsons. I mean, I mean, it was good. It's a good um, ride. Did you do least, the mummy one? I did do mummy, yes. Which Dude. is basically Space Mountain. Dude, yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's like Space Mountain, except you just go blasting straight and then just go blasting backwards. Yeah. And my well, problem... You take a couple hard lefts and a couple hard rights, <laughs> and then you go backwards, and then... It's like, again, if I had waited in real line for that, I would be pissed. But the fact that right. I waited... 10 minutes to get on it like it was like oh okay that yeah. was a fun two minute ride and that is what's nice about anytime we've done well we've always done the fast pass stuff yeah. for uh universal but what's nice is yeah you anytime we've had it we've almost literally walked on to the ride every single mm-hmm. time yeah um which is great and the the thing that pissed me off about the mummy one was a you need a locker to store your shit because there's yeah. no leg room it's small and it's one of those where it's like Matterhorn, where it's very low to the ground. Me being tall, like, my knees are, like, up into my chest. So when it does that hard stop at front, I'm like, yeah. boom, like, hitting the bar. I'm like, fuck, my ribs. <laughs> like, every time. And we did it once, and Megan was like, nope, never again. Like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I hate this. Yeah, you need a locker at the Harry Potter one, too. And there doesn't, there never seems to be enough of them. And it's really annoying. So that's what was nice was for the, when we did the Harry Potter one, uh, Megan's mom didn't write it. So she just held uh, our backpacks and shit. That's awesome. Uh, but I did not realize I was like, oh, dude, I because Megan gets very motion sick, especially when it's like the screen, whatever, uh, like you're not yeah, really yeah. moved. So she hates that. And I didn't realize that's what Harry Potter was. 
I was like, oh, it looks kind of like, because we saw the, like, actual ride thing. I'm like, okay, no, it looks like it's a real ride. Like, you should be able to do this. And then it starts, and then when it stopped you in front of the screen, it starts playing. I looked over at Megan. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> dude, I didn't realize. And she got so, she threw up afterwards. I felt so bad. I, mean, I was like, dude. Well, to be fair to you, that's not the entire ride, though. No, you but. You do move around in that. Yeah, space, but there were know? like as soon as the screen came up though i knew it was like mixed and i was like oh no yeah, dude so her yeah. eyes were closed like the entire time and it was just uh, a poor thing dude. yeah that's awful uh but do did, did you eat at the minion cafe though we did not um <laughs> no the we ate in the jurassic cafe which has to be top five worst meals i've had in a theme park <laughs> in my entire life and it's not f- four or five i'll tell you that um uh, so we awesome. we got there for like breakfast right okay and it was like you know the kids had these like waffles with whipped cream or whatever and those those were fine those were fine i i got the like bacon and egg platter and the thing they put in front of me i was like dog i'm not eating this and the guy's like what i'm like that bacon isn't cooked like, oh, uh, dude, nothing's worse than like almost raw bacon. Like, you just yeah. leave it on the pan. Like, it's not hard like, to can cook. You, can you go get me some cooked bacon? And he like tried to put like four more pieces on there. I'm like, no, I'm not eating this. And now I'm not eating any of it because you just put like trichinosis on all my food. <laughs> like, no, like, yeah, it was, it was, dude, it was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, we've never eaten there, but we ate at the the Minion Cafe, and I had like a, it was almost kind of like a, I don't know, like a pulled like a pulled pork kind of grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. And there was French fries, and it had banana barbecue sauce, and that shit was delicious. That um, sounds alright. Yeah, it had admit, like a little right. pudding, like a little banana pudding thing that had like a little Minion face on it. Like the mm. food was surprisingly good. Um, okay, but what is your theory about their fascination for having water spray you on every single ride? <laughs> you know, so with Jurassic, I know that's what I'm getting into. Yeah, and, you're in a boat ride. I understand that. Because know? Megan also loves it. We end up riding that ride like seven, eight times. So I'm like prepared for it. I know where to sit to like minimize mm-hmm. like the amount of splash because I've sat in every single spot on that ride. Um, the Simpsons one. I believe you also get sprayed with water. And as someone who has glasses, I fucking oh, yeah. hate that because you constantly have to clean it. And then if I rode Jurassic and my shirt's wet, it's like I can't use my shirt now. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I hate getting sprayed in the face with water. And it's literally everywhere. Transformers, they do it. I've Harry never Potter ridden the Transformers yet. Harry Potter did happen. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I try to like avoid it and it you already know, happened. You know, it was when... We did the Despicable Me one, which is in a big theater. Yeah. Like, it is not, like, it's not like you're in a car. No, wait, is that the big theater one? Which one's the big theater? Yeah, I think that's the Despicable Me. Uh, no, 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 Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, which is in a legitimate movie theater-sized venue. And you still get fucking sprayed with water. And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> what? What is this? Why? Like, Why? <laughs> this is immersive. This is just pissing me off now. Like, oh. did you have the butter beer in Harry Potter world? I did have a butter beer. I did. It's so hard. Butter beer to me is like 
a pina colada where it doesn't taste bad, but dude, when I get about halfway through that thing, yeah. I am so fucking done. It is so yeah, ungodly <laughs> sweet that I don't want to look at it again. Let me let me put it in a language Shannon will understand. Hey Shannon, Yo. you remember uh, back in your hedge hugging days uh, <laughs> when it, when uh, you'd have that forty, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it was Mickey's, maybe it was an old English, but you know whatever your je ne sais quoi at the time was. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd get to like halfway down the label mm-hmm. and right about that time is when it goes from like <laughs> cold to chilled to kind of room temperature. Mm-hmm. And that last quarter of the bottle is like fucking impossible to drink. It like half the, the half the time you pour that shit out and just grab another beer. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is essentially the last half of a glass of butter beer. Like once it loses that like chill, chill, mm-hmm. it's, it's just sickly sweet, gross. Like, so it sounds like you have two choices. One, you sip it like a regular human mm-hmm. being and then you throw half of it out. Yeah. Or two, you chug it right as you get it. And then you get so sick because you've just ingested about like a pound of sugar in like five seconds and then you puke it all up anyway. I was like, I learned the trick. The first time when we went to Universal, <laughs> Megan and I both got butterbeer. She took mm-hmm. like four sips of it and was like, I fucking hate this. Are you? Will you drink this? And I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not even going to finish mine. So you're yeah. funny if you think of finishing yours. So the next time when we went and Megan's mom was like, oh, yeah, dude, like, I want a butterbeer. I was like, I will split one with you because I will there drink some of it. But I'm not paying twenty four dollars for like yeah. a butterbeer to just throw half of it away. No, wait, uh, it is twenty four dollars. No, that, that was that was oh. me being dramatic, Shannon. It, it's probably more like ten or twelve bucks or something. But... I think they were like, I think they were like eight. I think it's like eight bucks. Yeah, but so it's like getting a beer at a sporting event or something like that. But so here's the thing: Can I interest you in a glass of cream soda with butterscotch poured into it? Because no. that is basically <laughs> what butterbeer is. It's cream soda with butterscotch. That, and it was like, I took that first sip and I'm like, oh, oh, I know what this is. Okay. Right, I, I got that. <laughs> the recipe. Um, it, to be fair, it wasn't bad. It's just very sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. So, um, but yeah, all in all, positive trip. You, you, you ready to uh, go spend a shitload of money taking your son down to Disneyland? No, Shannon? I am. Uh, I, I think the trip would be more for me than it would be for him, though. So, I mean, I want to go down there for Star Wars, right? Like, I want to get the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I want to get the droid. Have both of those things. Be like, whatever. Like, I know I'm going to pay some money for that. Um, but, yeah. you know, my son is, is very cautious. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, he will do, like, very chill. He'd probably do, like, the teacups. And he would probably maybe do, like, the, uh, what is it, the um, the Matterhorn. Um, no. No, they won't. You don't think so? Want me to tell you why? Why? You have to ride by yourself on the Matterhorn. What? Well, yeah, because yeah. there's, like, there's, like, the way it's set up, it's, like, a single row of, like, four to like a car it's, or it's a single it's a single row of three and each person has their own seat yeah even what kids. happened to the buckets they got like apparently so we have a family friend that works at the park mm-hmm. and she was telling us that um i guess it was around 
2005 or something, they changed the car design when they redid the interior to try to make the track faster mm-hmm. and less, like, rocky, less bumpy. So they that's when the car design got changed. And, I mean, to be fair, it was great. Like, I didn't want to ride that with my kids shoved into my crotch. Like, you know, like, it was awesome. But uh, even my 10-year-old was like, wait, 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 I got to go by myself. Hold on. Press press pause. Press pause real quick. Uh, we're doing what now? Um, so yeah, that was a uh, that was a little eye opener for them when they got there. But mm. just just keep that information until you're standing there, and then you're like, "Okay, hey, bud, you know, ice up, son. Let's go." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I did want to uh, I did want to go this year between Christmas and New Year's, but I heard that's a hellish time to go. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, so I think we'll probably try to push it back to summer sometime. But I am excited to go with him. I do want to see. I do want to take him to have him experience it all. But um, I'll tell you, I did get to take him to his very first hockey game this weekend oh, because yes, uh, my my buddy Zach and. And family were very nice to sell their tickets to me. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, we went. Uh, it was. It was. Dude, it was a great game. Uh, I oh, yeah. have, we were watching it when we got home last night. It was. That was I mean, a hell of a game to be at. Yeah, you could probably have heard me on the TV because I went nuts. Like I was out there, like just screaming. My son was like, "Who is this guy that like all of a sudden took me to this hockey game?" Because. I'm a very mild-mannered person, you know, usually. But, like, when I get out to, to a hockey game, I am, like, I, I want blood on the ice. Like, and I am in, I am just vocal, very vocal about it the whole time. Um, the, sound, the sound of the skates on the ice is like him drinking half a bottle of 1432. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it was, it was good, dude. He liked it. He liked it a lot. Um, he didn't want to meet Sharky. Um, like, Sharky was, like, in our in our area, like, mm-hmm. was just chilling there with the drum and, like, was hanging out and kids were coming up. We were like, hey, you want a picture? Nope. He was cool off of Sharky. Um, but you, you were in our regular seats, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a. I find for our kids, it's the best spot to kind of help them learn the game. I mean, they know it now, but like when they were growing up and had, you know, were kind of piecing it together. Like my daughter's still that way. Uh, she's still trying to figure out the rules and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But from that vantage point, you're high enough up that you get a good sense of like, oh, that's when they're offsides, or that's why this is happening, and it's not all such a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh it it was the emptiest I'd ever seen the arena. Uh I know it's a it's a bad season for the Sharks, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh but um you know, I I'm used to seeing them in their like glory days when it was always like a sold out yeah, uh, yeah, place. Yeah. Um so it's kind of heartbreaking to see the uh the Sharks in the uh the state that they're in right now. Uh I only know like 3 of the players on the team right now. Um you know, I've just <laughs> haven't had a chance to watch them in a while, so I'm like, who yep. are these people? Right. You're like, oh, um, it's Plastic and Hurdle and Couture yep. and yeah, that's where that list ends. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who else? Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was good. I mean, like I was a little worried in the beginning. They looked like a minor league hockey team. And I was like, oh, boy, mm-hmm. yeah, this is going to be a rough game. But, yeah. but they pulled it together and it turned out to be a pretty good night. So, um, you know, it's uh, but, you know, if. if I mean, that was what, like maybe like 13,000 people. I can only imagine yeah. like you like quadruple or like, you know, multiply that by like 10 and like be like, hey, this is a park that we're going to go to and do some rides. Have fun. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little daunting for him. Well, see, we'll do a dual family. Uh, we'll, we'll triple up. Maybe we'll pull, uh, you know, Justin and Megan in from the desert and then yeah. 
weaken caravan down. And then uh, my daughter, who's, you know, the same age as your son, mm-hmm. will be like, oh, I got this. I I know what to do. And, and Justin, I don't know if you've ever witnessed this, but it's hilarious when our kids <laughs> get together. Uh, like, uh, Shannon's son just follows my daughter around like a puppy. Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen it in the backyard. <laughs> it's, it's pretty... It's pretty amazing, actually. So, yeah, we'll just... He's a strong uh, woman in his life. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter is a strong woman, let me tell mm-hmm. you. Uh, pray for me. Um, but, yeah, uh, uh, if you haven't sussed it out yet... Guys, it's the holidays. It's the end of the year. There ain't shit for news coming down the pipe to discuss or banty about or anything like that. I had one story pop up that uh the boys did not cover yet in my absence and i i would be remiss if i didn't bring it to this esteemed panel's attention to talk about shannon what if i told you hey remember remember what was that three years ago when they made last of us part two and we Mm -hmm. were like this game sounds like hell on earth why do people like this game? Um, what if I was to tell you that that three-year-old PS4 game is getting a full PS5 remaster launching in January? Wow. Uh, dude, I don't even know. I, I, I'm at a loss for words, sir. I... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I understand Last of Us Part 1 remaster was a pretty good moneymaker for Sony. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I want to say that game was like, it was beginning PS4, end of PS3 life. It was because it, it was released on the PlayStation 3. So mm-hmm. that's where I was like, okay, there is a little justification. You know, you, you have the show coming out. You can get this product in front of all these people that brought their brand new console and you don't have a lot of games for it right now but you can make this one pretty cheap pretty fast so let's just get that out there it'll go with the show i could wrap my head around that i thought it was kind of gross but i could at least justify it Mm -hmm. part two came out three years ago (laughs) i mean like the end of the ps4 lifestyle where they were ringing out every bit (laughs) and pixel out of that thing that they could Mm mm-hmm I mean, yeah, it sounded like a jet plane taken off when you tried to play The Last of Us 2, from what I remember. But, I mean, sure. it's going from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5, so, I mean, there's got to be a huge graphical, uh, you know, upgrade, right? I mean, like, the picture has to look astounding, right? Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, you know, they released a trailer, and so people were t- taking comparison pit photos from the trailer side by side, and... Um, you know, it's funny, when you put them right next to each other, you really can see that there isn't fucking difference at all between the <laughs> shit. Like, it is kind of amazing. I put them in the outline uh, a couple side-by-sides, and uh, I believe Shannon's quote when he first saw them was, well, the PlayStation 5 looks a little darker. <laughs> it does. Like, it literally looks like they just slid the contrast down. And we're like, yep, PS5 version. Here we go. <laughs> um, I don't. Justin, you've been quiet. Are you just taking this all in and trying to figure it out? Or Yeah, you know, it's hard because I went to a ranch for Thanksgiving. And on that ranch, I saw cows. And those cows didn't get nearly milked as hard as Naughty Dog <laughs> fans are. Because, dude, this shit looks bad. Like, Joel's shoulder is 
like left shoulder slightly more dark and it's like cool <laughs> like i don't yeah. know what else you want i guess we moved the sun 10 degrees more to the left in this scene i guess the the, the shadow with ellie on the bed is a little blacker yeah it's like slightly that. more they tilted the light a little more to the left yeah. right there yeah no, it's it's what you guys don't see. It's the load times that are gonna draw everybody, right? It's the load times. Right? Sure, <laughs> sure. That doesn't stop him from selling a uh, Last of Us Wolf Edition with uh, <laughs> forty-seven <laughs> trading cards and a patch. And Wait, it, trading yeah. cards? Trading cards, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a load. Yeah, dude, WLF Part 2 Remastered Edition. There's 47 total Society of Champions trading cards, a Washington Liberation Front Patch, and set of four, four enamel pins with your steelbook case with full game featuring additional digital content for PS5 console. Who likes The Last of Us Part 2 that much? Like... There was maybe a little bit of chatter when it first came out, and it was because it was so violent. Yeah. But after that, like, you didn't hear anything about the gameplay or the story. You, you heard how depressing the story was. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I just... Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the game has its fans. Like, there, people, people do love The Last of Us. I'm not one of them, but people do. And I mean, who am I to say they're wrong? We have a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, Justin is absolutely not wrong. This is as hard a milking of of an IP (laughs) that I have seen. I don't know. Since, since Disney said they're going to do 87 Marvel shows. And then even they went, whoa, 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 hold on. Maybe that was a mistake. Let's back that train up a little bit. Yeah. Um, oof. It's like at this point they just they're gonna make Last of Us three just so they can remaster it. They're like we're running out of shit yeah. to remaster at this point. Yeah, that was like we need to get something out so that we don't have to lay off a bunch of people. So like <laughs> let's just put them all on the Last of Us Part Two remake right That's now. That's what's even funnier though, because the article says the Last <laughs> of Us Part Two is set to premiere in twenty twenty five. After that I read about how Naughty Dog reportedly laid off at least 25 employees in October while the Last of Us multiplayer game is on eyes. <laughs> They're like, here's your severance and a copy of Last of Us Part 1. <laughs> can can you have them just making Uncharted stories or something? Come on, guys. Like, Just make fucking side adventures in the Last of Us universe. You know, like... Just come out with a new IP, like, dude, like, seriously, three years, like, yeah. that's nothing. Like, just throw something at a wall and like come up right. with an original story, please. <sighs> well, and when you consider the length, it takes a length of time it takes for a modern video game to get made. They've probably been doing this for at least two and a half years. They probably started doing this when the other game shipped. It's, I don't understand it. I don't. I mean, that, I think that's the problem with like trying to bridge a game between two consoles, right? Like, you, you some people just gotta commit, and I think it's kind of gross to just 
take advantage of your loyal fan base the way that they're doing it. Uh, you know, I think PlayStation 4, you know, PlayStation 5 has been around for, what, three three years, four years yeah, now? three years. Dude, it's time to commit to just PlayStation 5 stuff. Like, I get it. Like, you want to, you know, keep your fan base wide, but PlayStation 5s are, like, purchasable now. Like, they're not scarce like they were before. Like, you know, you it's okay to, like, move on to the new consoles. Well, and, okay, so... It, I think it's because they have a track record of it. I mean, people are saying it's egregious. Don't get me wrong. But people mm-hmm. are still like, yeah, of course. Okay, whatever. If this was God of War Ragnarok and la- or God of War and last year, the year after Ragnarok came out, they're like, and here's God of War remastered. <laughs> like, that's essentially what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's that's gross. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they're trying to capitalize on the TV show and they're trying to just like keep sales high and keep buzz going for, you know, what eventually is going to be season two of the of that of that show. But, yeah, I don't. That's the only logic that I have behind it, other than they're they're money hungry. But by the way, the PS4 game works on the PS5. (laughs) You. You can I, download it for PS Plus right now. Like, I do want to say I find it hilarious that The Last of Us Two, Last of Us Part One remaster, and then Last mm-hmm. of Us Part Two remaster will all have come out prior to Suicide Squad Kills Justice League, which was in <laughs> development prior to the first Last of Us Two game. Oh, that's. I don't know how Rocksteady caught a stray here, but that was the longest setup to a joke. But man, that was it was worth it for that drink of water. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Apparently, they showed a new. uh, I didn't watch it because I'd written off that game, but apparently, they showed that game again, and people say it looks better. But they didn't back off the uh, it's a live service game thing, even though. Hey, got- I don't know if I don't know if anyone's read the room, but kind of think all live service games are kind of doomed at this point. Like even Destiny's having big problems. Um, I don't know. Maybe just something to think about. They got to get some money back, regardless of how much money it is. They got to get some money back. Yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, I know we're light on the news, but I did want to uh, talk about this because I saw it on uh, I think it was. Twitter today mm-hmm. um, somebody in Mortal Kombat 1 had modded Homelander or not Homelander what's the dude from Invincible uh, Omni-Man. Omni-Man to be Spider-Man and oh, uh, they they modded one of the other characters to be J. Jonah Jameson so that <laughs> when you so now Spider-Man can kill <laughs> J. Jonah oh, Jameson nice. Uh, nice. It, it is pretty uh, narnar because it's one of uh it's it's uh you know the scene when uh, Omni Man takes Invincible and runs him through the train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they do that they do that one with Spider Man and and uh and Jameson and like it, dude <laughs> he's in some bad shape when that's over. That's all I gotta say. Um, it, they did a good job. Uh, Mortal Kombat one fatalities are uh, li- are are legit. Um, I know they got some flack for the Thanksgiving uh fatality because uh, it was like a ten dollar fatality and it was. That was it. Like you paid ten bucks and you got this one fatality that you could use. Yeah, uh, and a crazy. lot of people were like, "This is this is 
gross. So they lumped in a Christmas one now. So now it kind of brings the cost down to $5. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I like the fact that they're opening up the, to, to people to mod it and have some fun because it's coming out with some creative content. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, that's the only thing I saw. I thought it was kind of funny. Dude, speaking of Mortal Kombat, I thought it was bizarre that I read for Homelander, they didn't get the dude who does Homelander oh, yeah. in the show to do the voice in Mortal Kombat. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, like, what this guy is what this is what he's known for, and you don't get the guy from the show to do the voice? Like, that's a and it was weird choice. Because it was just like somebody put it up on Twitter, like, "Oh, I hope they get the voice actor from," and they tagged him in it for, uh, you know, for Mortal Kombat One. Mm-hmm. And his response was just a one-word answer: it was just "Nope." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Okay, well, you know, you could have added some more context, like, hey, they, I wish they would have reached out to me. I would have been open to it or something." It just seems that that dude, like, is like a little bit of Homelander, like in his real life, like he is just a little bit of a dick. Little little army hammerish, um, yeah, a little bit of a Richard. Yes, the Richard maneuver school of driving. <laughs> um, well, actually, Mortal Kombat is a good segue because I was going to ask you guys because it's on my list. In this year we've had, which has been goddamn exceptional, what haven't you played? Like what what ha- what what is on the like? Oh man. This thing is so amazing. Everyone's telling me it's amazing, but I haven't played it. Because for me, it's the game that I'm seething with jealousy every time Justin talks about it, which is Alan Wake 2. And uh, Mortal Kombat is definitely on that list. And the fact that I never got any further in Final Fantasy 16 kind of kills me. <laughs> but uh, those are those are the big three on mine. Like, Mortal Kombat just looks so awesome. Every time I see it played, like, on Twitch or YouTube or whatever, it's just like, God, that just looks so good. Um, and then, and I never picked it up. Because I, I don't know, I just have a hard time justifying full price for a fighting game. Because I'm not an online fighter at all. Mm-hmm. And even though the story modes in Mortal Kombat are what make those games, um, yeah, I've got a hard time justifying that expense. Uh, Alan Wake 2 has just been I need to finish Spider-Man 2 before I start it because I know if I start playing Alan Wake 2 I'll never finish Spider-Man 2 so and it's Spider-Man's good enough that I need to like you know I'm I'm two chapters away from wrapping that game and I god damn it I need it in my life Um, so yeah I was just curious what was on your guys's list well I damn near spent a lot of money uh, trying to get every game that came out, so I didn't have any FOMO. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, uh, there were a couple games that slipped through the cracks. Mortal Kombat, um, it looks pretty. It looks good. Um, I know what that game is, right? I don't need to play that game. I suck at yeah. fighting games. Uh, I all I want, and all <laughs> I want to see. That's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. All I want to see are the fatalities, and like I can go see those online. I'm like I don't got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it gets the credit just because it looks as amazing as it does. Um, but I don't need to, to. I don't need to play it to know what what's there. Um, the only other game I can think of that I kind of noped out on um, that was, but it's not even something that I wanted to play was Tears of the Kingdom. Um, and you know, I, I think I got my feel from Justin. 
uh, and you know from people online like watching them make things yeah, yeah. and like you know use the contraptions like that was the gimmick that was like the one thing that they really kind of changed from the first one to the second one and you know that I don't know if that's enough of a change to make me want to go and play that game well um, kind of like you after a month of solid coverage mm-hmm. from Justin I never need to pick up Pikmin 4 so <laughs> Well, I mean, there's plenty of other levels that he didn't talk about. You know, he only he never got out before. Yeah, dude, I'm never going to get the beach. The beach was cool, man. I'm sorry. Like, I thought it was awesome. Justin, I believe you. You told me about it over and over again. I I believe you. Trust me. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's just uh, there's like I said, I I think I put my hand on every game that uh, I wanted to to get this year. Um, so I'm paying, I'm paying the price for it now cause I'm broke, but, um, right. but yeah, it was, it was a good run boys. Uh, Justin, uh, what about you? Is there anything that you want to put your hands on before the, the year's over? I, so there's stuff I want to put my hands on. Odds are it's not going to like, I'm on the opposite side of the coin was that where Zach's jealous of my Alan Wake two, I'm jealous mm-hmm. of his Spider-Man two. Um, and then I've had Baldur's Gate three is like the one that, you know, yeah. I've, yeah um, everyone says it's amazing and like you should play it you should play it it's awesome it's like dude i want to and you know i'm sure i probably will it honestly it probably will be on my list for like game for next year not this year but next year's game of the year list of games that came out in 2023 <laughs> that we played in 2024 baldur's gate and spider-man are probably gonna be on my list 2023's 2024 game of the year yeah <laughs> Um, no, I, I'm absolutely in that same boat where everything you read is Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate, it's going to sweep the game awards, you know it is, and blah, 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 and it's like, you know, it's, it's the, it's the Skinner meme of like, am I, am I out of touch? No, it is the kids who are wrong. You know, like, it's one of those type of things. Because, like, I got to tell you, it doesn't really sound, like, all that great to me. But it's just because of the games I like playing. It's not nothing to do with the quality of that game. It's just I'm not a big, deep RPG guy. And it's like, am I? is this going to be the one, though, that snags me? It sounds like it might. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, the thing that's going to keep you from playing it is that it's way better on the pc than it is on the console Mm. like on the console the menu item or the the just navigating the menu for your abilities is very cumbersome uh so i mean if you're gonna even try to play it play it on the pc it's so much easier also thank you for saying that it's going to be the console not my children that are going to (laughs) keep me from playing that um yeah now yeah, it's it's interesting, though, that when you think about the games we haven't played versus where we were back in January, right? I wouldn't, I would have, it wouldn't have surprised me to say I hadn't played Starfield now. What would surprise me is I don't really care that I didn't play Starfield, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that, that one's kind of, and you know, I, I put Redfall on that list too because when it looked like, you know, Left for Dead with 
vampires and cool Overwatch-ish abilities, I was like, yeah, all right. Like, I can see where I'd get into that, but, like, only if all of us were playing together and that was a thing, and, like, sure, maybe that wouldn't happen and that fell through the cracks, but I could sit there in my mind and go, man, that would have rolled if that could have <laughs> happened. Um, but, yeah, here we are in almost December being like, we all dodged a bullet on that one, boys. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. I'm, anything like that for you guys where it's like where you were thinking in January is very different than where you are now? You know, I remember back in January when I said I was going to try to beat every game before I bought another game. And like that maybe lasted like three <laughs> or four games and like fuck this shit. And then like mm-hmm. just bought like everything and went ham. Um, but yeah, it was um, trying to think if there was anything that was just like a bruh. Oh, Armored Core. Armored Core is my bruh. Like, yeah, I got duped hard. Um, but I don't think that's, I mean, I mean, yeah, Elden Ring kind of had me in a false sense of security on that one. And, and I regret that purchase, but it was a solid game. I mean, it it is still is a good game. It's just, I'm not, I don't have the time to put into getting good. What about you, Justin? Uh, I think honestly, mine might've been Starfield. Just, I wasn't, yeah. like, you know, because it was one of those where I wasn't super sold on it initially, and then the closer it was getting to, like, release and them showing, like, the new trailers, it kind of got me a little more excited for it, and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, maybe this is gonna be awesome, and then, you know, I I played it the little bit that I did, and I was just kind of like, alright, no, I, it's kind of more in the camp of my initial thoughts uh, coming up to it, like, it wasn't anything super crazy that I was really that interested in and more or less just made me really want, uh, elder Scrolls six. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you get elder Scrolls six, do you want the same formula? Cause that was the thing when Starfield dropped, everyone's like, Oh, it's, it really is just another one of these. Okay. Okay. <sighs> See, I don't know. It's that's hard because as someone who loves, Skyrim as much as I still play Skyrim Mm -hmm. like for me to sit there and tell you oh man I'm gonna be really disappointed if Elder Scrolls 6 is just a really pretty Skyrim it would probably be a lie because I would still probably absolutely love it um I would like them to innovate you know on stuff and switch it up like you know there are certain repetitive kind of side quests and whatever like I would like them to you know, improve on a lot of things, but then, you know, knowing Bethesda, they have, you know, where they improve on things and it just breaks stuff or then people get pissed off because it's not, it's not Fallout New Vegas or whatever, or, you know, it's not this or Mm -hmm. whatever that people love. So they kind of run the risk of that. So it's like, okay, like you find like the happy medium between the two. Now, what if, like, they handed the Starfield license off to, like, Obsidian? Kind of like a, a New Vegas-type turn. Would that, would that have you interested? I think it would make me check it. Like, something like that, or even if they do the Redfall-type thing, where they're like, hey, dude, we mm-hmm. just did massive fucking update dude we fixed all this shit we added like a ton of new stuff it's almost like you know starfield 1.5 at this point it's a free update check it out something like that 
honestly might get me to give it another shot, like to try it out again. Like I would give it a flyer if they did that. The um, God, it's still wild to me that they just had them do all that shit to Redfall and no one cares. <laughs> Uh, I feel like the timing was just bad on that. Like, I feel like that took too long uh, for them to do. 100%. Yeah, that needed to happen within, like, that month. And by the time September rolled around, it was like, hey, y'all, we got got actual games we're playing now. Um, Did you know this Baldur's Gate dropped? Because it did. (laughs) And... But, yeah, I I just think... uh, you know, time is going to be of the essence, and Alan Wake, I think, is at the top of my have-to-play list, probably starting next week when I get the time to wrap up Spider-Man this week, so. Yeah, and I still, I really want to finish it, like, I think I'm, like, halfway through Alan Wake still, and I really want to finish it before our game of the year, and I also really want to finish uh, Sea of Stars. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, and I'm, I know I'm, like, listening to Shannon over over his playthrough, I'm probably 10 hours away from finishing Sea of Stars. <laughs> and so it's like, do I wrap that up too? Or do I just watch a fucking YouTube video about how it ends? Um, Bro, that, that game gets so long in the tooth at the end. It does. It Like, that's half the reason I stopped playing it was I just got to like, I, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. You know, it's... Get to the skip to the end, guys. Get to the point. Well, if that's what's so like, because I'm trying so hard. Like, I don't need to level up anymore. Like, I don't need to fight shit. Like, just let me get yeah. from A to B. To, I just want to fight the bosses and beat the game. But enemies jump out, and then I'm forced to fight, and you cannot run. I want to run so goddamn mm-hmm. bad. And there's so many times where it's like I accidentally hit an enemy where I borderline just want to close the game out and reopen it and try to not hit that enemy going through just to avoid that boss fight. Because some of those late game enemies that put up barriers and stuff, I fucking hate it. And and like, you know, the the whole fighting mechanic, which is so charming and so cool for like the first 10 to 20 hours as you're getting characters and new abilities and new things and you're figuring out what's the best combination of moves that equal blah, 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 blah. Dude, by the time you're in the last third of that game, it's like, I don't... This is the most fucking annoying battle system. <laughs> why is the shit... Why does every every encounter take, like, five minutes of just this slot machine turning? And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. Mm-hmm. Can we just skip to the end? I know I win. Can we just... <laughs> can you just run the math and let me know? But yeah. It's... And then it turns into a shmup, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh. it's just crazy because like it's so weird to me because five months ago whatever you know i would have had sea of stars locked in in my top five like absolutely like there's no way it's lower than top five and man dude after this like last half into the game i'm like dude it should be happy it's in top 10 like (laughs) dude i don't don't even think it's gonna be in the top 10 that's just the year it's been i'm just saying i i it's interesting for me to hear you say that because I put a lot of that on me just not being a huge fan of like JRPGs, right? And the last one I loved, I loved t- almost 30 years ago at this point, right? And so for you to be like, eh, no, 
<laughs> no, your your critiques are pretty spot on here. Like is yeah. uh, is giving me go like okay, maybe the game isn't as good as I thought it was because I'm with you. It absolutely would have been a top ten for me. I and now when I start really looking at this list, I'm like, mm, is it? Because like for me, I like Dredge better. Yep. You know, I like Dredge better than Sea of Stars. And by the way, that DLC just dropped. Mm-hmm. So. That's uh, something I'm staring at. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting back half of that list because, well, the top five is going to be a fucking bloodbath, but <laughs> the bottom five is going to be its own special Knives Out bloodbath. <laughs> but, <sighs> but yes, uh, shall we? Well, since we're talking, should we do a little what we've been playing, gentlemen? Sure. All right, well, uh, I've been gone for a week, so uh, I did manage to start a playthrough of Super Mario Wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that game's charming as hell. I got to tell you, I, I dig the flowers. The flowers are fun that yell at you as you walk past them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not super deep, probably literally an hour in, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm liking what I see so far. I kind of see with the hooks that everyone is talking about and I'm uh, gonna that, that's probably going to become my going to bed game once because right now the the pattern is play Spider-Man 2 until I pass out and mm-hmm. then <laughs> do it again the next day uh, and by the way Spider-Man 2 uh, so I've gotten like I said basically almost to the end and right now it's probably one of my favorite versions of Venom that that's been represented in media not necessarily the comics but uh games movies whatever uh venom venom's a lot of fun quick little spoiler the time you get to play as venom which isn't all that long but you get a you get to take a turn as venom and they do a fantastic job of making you feel like insanely powerful <laughs> when you do, like because you're used to like playing as you know Peter and Miles and like their skill set and their thing and like Venom is so just brute force. It's like yeah, these fancy flipping around flying it. No, no, I'm just gonna spear you through the chest with a black you know mass and like fling you into five other people and then stab them through the heart also. And it's just like oh well, or or you could do that. Sure, no problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, Justin, you need to play it. Shannon, you need to play it. It's it's so good. And I can't wait for you guys to play it so we can do an actual spoiler cast of it, which I would love to do because that game, that game does things and goes places and it's rad. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Shannon, what about you? Um, well, with the holidays and everything being in full swing, uh, I did not get to play many video games this week. I played a little bit more Diablo 4. Um, I Have played... you started that second season? I did. Um, I started how... as with a Necro. How is that, how's that going so far? Because I have not started the second season yet. It's going all right. Um, you know, there's an, a couple extra tchotchkes and things to pick up, and I haven't really figured out how to use them yet. Um, so... 
Yeah, I'm just kind of experimenting. Uh, it seems good. It was a huge patch. I play it on the Steam Deck. Uh, I've noticed some performance issues since going to Season 2 um, mm. with it. Um, load times are a little bit longer. It's a little bit laggier. Um, it's crashed a couple times on the Steam Deck, so probably not the most optimal way to play Diablo 4, but mm, it's all right. Um, been getting into Call of Duty Mobile again, uh, surprisingly. Oh. Yes. Uh, been you, uh, shooting some people. Backboning that? or I am. Uh, and uh, the backbone is good. Um, Not a euphemism, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's a, it's a good way to play that game if you're going to play it on your phone. Um, I, I think I still might like using a, a PlayStation controller, um, but I'm not going to do that at home. I'm just not. So, uh, yeah. It's... Well, my, my understanding is it's probably still better than Call of Duty 3 or Modern Warfare 3. So. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, it's, it is a good experience. I had fun. There was a, a, a Thanksgiving event that I did pretty well in. So I'm happy. Um, but that's it. Justin, what have you been playing? Well, I've uh, I've gotten a little bit further in Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. I have five stars now. Um, nice. in bean town or whatever it is now the the little cloud town um so that's been a lot of fun um dude there was like some fight there's like one fight where you're like in the little monster village and there's like a dojo mm-hmm. where you have to fight the dude dude those fights got i was glad that i stocked up on the revive a dead party member uh <laughs> thing because yeah third round of that fight man dude if you don't block correctly like one of his attacks either almost downs you or like a hundred percent downs one of your characters so i was i was constantly throwing peach out to revive someone like having some i was glad that when i got like oh hey it was a freebie for like using it to revive a downed person because i was like dude I need all the help I can get right now because this dude, <laughs> like some of his attacks, like I block it perfect and it's fine. And then the behind the back when he'd come and backstab me, I could not get like the timing down on that at all. And that was just like instant death every time for someone. I'm like, well, and I'm like, dude, if Gino went down, I'm like, nope, we're, we're taking a turn off and we're picking his ass up because he's carrying the team right now. Um, but it was 100% worth it because the little whatever you get like a karate belt thing or whatever from Mm -hmm. him and dude that actually like pumps your attack like hard like that's like plus 13 to like attack so i gave that to mario and now mario hits like just as hard if not harder than gino i'm like hell yeah dude i got like two powerhouses on my team now so um i've been having a lot of fun with that Um, nice mike this is for you dude so, Shannon brought up Black Friday sales on the mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch. There is a Yu-Gi-Oh game that I had been eyeing for a while called... Uh, I need to get the full name of it here so you can appreciate it. It is Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Rush, Dawn of the Battle Royale. <laughs> uh, it was normally $40 and was on sale for 10 And I'm like, alright. Because I knew this wasn't actual Yu-Gi-Oh! It's like some weird variation of it. So, I was very hesitant uh about getting it so i was like you know what for 10 bucks all right like i'll give it a shot like i'm not gonna cry over like ten dollars if i don't like it and it's 
interesting so because i don't think the anime for this because it's based off the Yu-Gi-Oh! it's like sevens or whatever anime and i don't think that's ever come to like the u.s or if it has it kind of just no one liked it and went under the radar uh as far as the game goes though it's basically doing like the uh whatever season two of Yu-Gi-Oh! the battle city tournament it's like their version of it and I was reading, like, different reviews and whatever, and I guess for, like, the anime, they're like, yeah, dude, instead of just starting with meeting the characters, this just kind of jumps into, like, the, like, third arc in the anime. And they're just like, all right, here's Battle City Tournament, but with these characters, like, go on and just duel people. Um, it plays a lot, like, almost kind of, like, Duel Links mixed with, like, Marvel Snap, I guess. Like, it's, like, very small. Like, you have, like, three creature slots, three magic slots, um so it's the board's a lot smaller and it's a lot simpler like Yu-Gi-Oh got crazy weird and difficult like everything can be special summoned like you know there's like link summoning uh there's pendulum summoning there's synchro summoning xyz so like there's just all these types of summoning where if you watch actual people play Yu-Gi-Oh it's just like them going through like their entire deck like summoning 20 creatures back to back to back it's like dude i have no idea what the fuck's going on i guess you win like i don't know what you're doing right now <laughs> like i'm used to just playing one card face down and ending my turn and you're over here just fucking dunking on me right now and this kind of goes back to that like legend of blue eyes like older style of Yu-Gi-Oh, where there's creatures that like don't have effects like they're just normal ass has an attack has a defense it doesn't fucking do anything crazy um what i like about it is to it incentivizes you to play out like you can play as many creatures you draw five cards you play as many creatures spells whatever you can out of your hand during your upkeep when you go to draw you draw back up to five so it's like incentivizing you to dump your hand during your turn they want you to do that um and then you just draw back up and you just kind of keep going and so it's a lot faster paced like that so i really like it the game itself though like i have a, one of the things that pissed me off about it is you start the game, the characters' voices are annoying in general, which, cool, I get it. They have the settings locked, like, at the beginning of the game. Like, you cannot turn the voices, the sound, you can't fuck with it at all until you've gone through, like, the first maybe, like, five or six battles, which kind of pissed me off because the people talking during the duels are like, huh, my turn draw i normal summon and i'm like dude shut the fuck up just play the card <laughs> and there's like speech bubbles coming up and i wanted to turn it off so bad and it just wouldn't let me and then finally when it got unlocked the options and i'm like thank fucking god dude i can like shut that off speed up the text i don't need the voice i don't need this animation i don't want to, i just want to duel like i just want you to shut the fuck up and let me play the game um so it was annoying that they locked that behind like so far into the game and the other thing that they've locked behind that i haven't got to do yet is actual deck building like i am not able to build my own deck yet even though i'm collecting cards and getting points to buy booster packs to build decks um apparently initially when the game released uh you weren't able to build your own deck until you beat story mode of the game which seems Oof. insane to me and then they did an update that lets you do the literal Konami code at a random <laughs> door in the school, and it unlocks the deck building part early. 
Um, so I'm still trying to get to that part because they're like, yeah, like you unlock it earlier in the game, but you still have to go through like a dozen different duels and whatever before you get to the point where you can actually enter that code. So I really want to build my own decks. Uh, the pre-built ones are okay. Like I, there's not like they're super weak or anything like that. But I've just been unlocking all these like cool cards that I actually want to use, and it kind of pisses me off that I can't use them because they're just forcing me to use pre-built decks. But all I gotta tell all... you, you're doing a you're doing a bang up job of selling this game. Yeah, cause... you know, I'm trying to tell you Zach that it's gonna be on my top ten game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not going to be on this just sounds like two trash bags of ass to me. I don't don't, know. I guess it depends how, you know, once I unlock actual deck building, it might give Sea of Stars a run for its money. I guess we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We will see. But that's all Uh, I've been playing. And just, uh, you know, Alan Wake 2 still kicking ass. Yes, I, I... And like about half, I'm like halfway through both Saga and Alan's uh, storylines. And man, dude, uh, I'm like, I'm really interested. It's one of those things where it's like all this stuff came out, like, you know, Mario RPG and Wonder and whatever kind of, mm-hmm. once those came out, I kind of stopped playing Alan Wake at night. Cause that's what I do. It'd be like nine at night and I'd boot up Alan Wake and play it for a couple hours before bed. Um, I really want to get back on that. But no, the story is fantastic. And I feel like if it sticks the landing, it's honestly has it right now. It has potential to be my game of the year. If it sticks the landings um, or at least top three, like it's been really oh, good. Just stop telling me <laughs> these things. God. It is. I love it. It's so uh... good. Um, and I'm excited uh, well... for you to play it eventually. Do we, do we hear sirens? I hear some sirens. Alright. I think we are in a spoiler zone, gentlemen. And, uh, let's... Should we talk about a little show called Invincible and their mid-season finale? Because, Go ahead, you can spoil it for me. Uh, well, at this point, I don't feel bad for you when you're watching <laughs> some fucking, you know anime i rode a train with a demon and now i have a sword stuck in me that's also a demon and also stabbing people but now they're demons and the word kaizen is in there somewhere zach's Um, cooking right now dude he that could have been a real anime yeah i'm just saying like what anime are you watching that i need to that i need to start watching (laughs) that was beautiful i'm on board um yeah, so Invincible Episode 4. By the way, let's just get this right on the table. Um, having an eight-episode season stop for half a year in the <laughs> middle of it is complete bullshit. Start it four months later and show all goddamn eight episodes in a row, please. Because this mid-season finale after four episodes unacceptable the only thing they have working for them <laughs> show so damn good that i'm so gonna be there the minute episode five drops like they can't yeah it's whoo all right so we start with uh mark you know invisible meeting dad explaining that hey so yeah the thing when i left earth and i found this place and uh 
they named me emperor and hey i've got a new wife now and have a new kid that's your brother by the way um and so it's it's all pretty wild watching mark kind of wrestle with all of that and and the show does they do it really well where it is um you know it's not played for laughs it's like actual some heavy shit and mark's like digging through it and trying to figure out like you know how he's supposed to feel about this like the whole part where it the lead up to is he gonna punch his dad or not and he ends up just hugging him but then screams at him afterwards and and i think it's it's all really good um but then uh so then what are what what's omni-man's race called the viltramites yeah viltramites discover that Omni-Man basically abandoned his post on Earth, and then he had a kid. Um, this all happened in Episode 3, because our boy Alan, R.I.P. Um, and, uh, and so they show up on this planet to basically slaughter everyone, including Omni-Man. And, uh, and you find out that Mark's there because Omni-Man needs him to fight these guys that are going to try to kill everyone that he's supposed to be taking care of, including his new child. Um, and it's funny watching Mark get the living shit kicked out of him for the first part of that fight <laughs> until, until Omni-Man's basically like, hey, you're not on Earth. You need to fight like me or they're going to fucking kill you. I mean, in so many words. <laughs> and um, and so, but but again, it's like watching him wrestle with that, like, do I have to be more like my dad who I hate in order to help all these people? And so it's an interesting quandary really, you know, to watch it all play out. And, and I'll tell you there's for, for a good minute there, he he's laying the wood on people <laughs> like Bargain's just beating that ass until it gets to the point where he has to kill the person he's fighting and he hesitates. And that hesitation causes a huge spear to land in his stomach. At the same time, his dad tries to save him, which gets his spine broken. And then they show up and they're like, yeah, we're going to execute your dad. Um, but, you know, since you proved yourself worthy in battle, you're going to take over your dad's position to get Earth ready to be invaded. And if you don't do it, we're just going to come fucking kill you and do it anyway. So choice is yours and that's basically where it ends um i thought it was a fantastic episode i thought it was it, the action sequences were phenomenal they're really really good um there's enough like breadcrumbs in there for what to cut what's to come that has me very anxious to see see where this leads and where it's going as someone that hasn't read the comics i'm i'm all in i'm i'm locked in uh justin what were your thoughts? Yeah, no. It was a great fourth episode. I'm very mad that, you know, we don't get any more until sometime beginning of next year. Uh, I did really like the, you know, title card for this episode where he's getting and he's like, what the? And then it's Invincible. And then it cuts back. Yeah. He's like, fuck is wrong with you? Like, he's like, you called mom a pet. So he's like, good. punch so my good. fucking teeth out. And then you come here and you're fucking a bunch of bugs in space. Um, so... I did really like the episode. I did like how, like you said, Mark was very 
angry at first, and then, you know, he realized that, you know, it's not like, he's like, and Ami Man kept trying to tell him that, he's like, you know, don't, if you're not going to do it for me, that's fine, I get it, he's like, but they didn't do anything wrong, like, they need your help, so do it for them, and he's like, which is, which is just the, it makes me hate Omni-Man even more. Yeah, because you like, know you that's his even, card that he's playing. It's like you couldn't even, like, sack up and be like, hey, so, you know the whole thing where I damn near killed you and killed a bunch of people in a subway train with your body? My bad. Sorry. Like, he couldn't even get that out of him. It's more like, hey, I know you hate me, but I know you don't want all these people to die. By the way, your bro- this is your brother. You have a brother, and it's just like, get the fuck out of here, you scumbag. You know, like, it makes me hate Omni-Man even more. But at the same time, we did get that moment during the fight or whatever where, you know, he looks out over and all the bug people are murdered and stuff, and he's, like, angry, and he's mad. He's angry that he's angry, and he doesn't understand why he feels so upset. And Mark's like, this is how you should have felt on earth he's like i don't know why you're feeling this now but this emotion the upsetting this is how you should have felt with mom and everybody else where we came from remember when you slaughtered everyone like fucking insects and now you're mad about insects being slaughtered remember that like yeah yeah so i like that and i kind of like i'm interested to see where mark's mom's arc goes because the whole like her getting kicked out of the superhero spouse anonymous thing when the guy finds out that omni man was her husband and then her like being at the lowest of lows and then the dude who builds the suits being like dude you're the strong one like you you said it yourself omni man was never even here you raised mark you you lived amongst literal like gods and made it work like they can do anything in the blink of an eye but you're the one that had to keep all this shit together so, and then, you know, Mark's telling, uh, you know, uh, not Mark, Omni-Man's telling Mark to, like, read his books, so now I'm like, what's in the books? Like, the books that she just threw out onto the curb yeah. and stuff, I'm like, man, what? I need to know. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, do you want the residuals from the books? No. Like, burn them all. I don't even care. It's yeah. just, and then, yeah, like, five minutes later, read everything in the books! It's like, what books? Like, what? <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. And then I've the, never heard about these books before. The dude with the glasses when he's like, "Am I a clone? Like, am I like yeah. a robot?" And then he cuts his arm, and like blood comes out, and he's like, "Oh, thank God!" And he looks at the knife in the sink, and the tips all like bent. He's like, "Fuck, man!" Because <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I am a robot. I also liked the uh, the brother. You know, I forget the brothers, what their name is, but the guy who's like all burned on one side, and he's like, now we know who the real one is, and then the clone kills him and makes another one, and it's like, back to the way it was. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck you. Like, no, he's like, and my food's phenomenal, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, fantastic show. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for the next uh or the end of this season, I should say. Whenever it comes, have they? They haven't set a for sure date yet, right? Just no, they just said they said beginning of twenty. I want to say it's honestly probably going to come back prior to March. Like I think, really, it's just for like mainly the holiday is like the mm-hmm. break point or whatever. So, um, so I watched uh, Wish, the new Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Took the kids to go see that. Did you wish you didn't watch it? No. No. 
I um, I heard it's the most relatable Disney villain to date. Uh, how so? I so I heard most people like say his whole. So the, I haven't seen it, but to my understanding, mm-hmm. the whole premise of Wish is he's the king, and like he grants, you know, wishes or whatever. But in certain ones, he's like, no, like we're not doing that. Like that's gonna, yeah. that's not gonna be good. And she's basically mad that he doesn't grant everybody's wish. That he's mm-hmm. single handedly selecting which ones get granted. So then she ends up like granting them all or doing whatever and fucks everything up. And people are like, okay, but like that kind of makes sense like if you just granted everyone's wishes they're like you know it'd be chaos so it's more okay sure there but it's more that he's hoarding everyone's wishes and though the wishes he's granting are like the most vanilla ones he can find essentially like this person wants to make the the best dresses you know or something like that which is the example they give but the um and and she's upset because her grandfather, who's like a hundred years old, his wish like they she's she finds his wish in the lab, and it's essentially to like be an inspirational singer. And she's like, "Hey, it's it's his hundredth birthday. Like, could you do that? That'd be awesome." And he's like, "No, because it's way too vague. He wants to inspire people, but inspire them to what? What are they going to be inspired to do?" revolt revolution like i can't you know burn a house down i don't know like i, I can't do that like I, I it doesn't say what he's inspiring them to do just that he's going to inspire them and and so she gets upset and realizes that like these people can't even they don't even have control over their own hopes and dreams because they're handing them over to this person and when they do they instantly forget them so she's like, that's what's wrong here. Like, you need to let people have control over their own lives, essentially, you know. And the movie plays out. She wishes upon a star, and then a star shows up. And they're like, we're going to scheme together to do this, you know. And and it's like a total just paint-by-the-numbers Disney movie. It's, it's almost like my first Disney movie, Disney movie. <laughs> it's like the second you're in the town it's like oh and here's the musical number that explains the whole town okay and oh here's the here's the king that's gonna be the bad guy you know that even before the song's over you're like well he's gonna be the villain you know i figured that part out and um yeah and it just kind of plays out and things happen and they don't really make a lot of sense but they're songs and there's some funny moments and my six-year-old loved it you know, everyone else was kind of like, yeah, it was fine. You know, like, it's it's non-threatening. It's fine. The only thing that I would say is almost distracting about it is, so it's the Disney 100th year thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Justin knows he's got, you know, his membership <laughs> card and everything. But Shannon, for you, it's, it's Disney's 100th year. And this is the movie the animation studio is releasing during the 100th year. There are so many references to classic Disney movies shoved into this thing that it's it's distracting. Like, it's absolutely takes you out of the movie sometimes because you're just like, oh, that's Peter Pan. Oh, that's Mary Poppins. Oh, that's 
a line from Frozen. Oh, this is from this movie. Like, it just goes on and 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 on. And it's like, you hit that point of like, guys, I got it. I got it. Okay. Can we tell the story you're telling, please? Without like trying to make the story just piecemeal from dialogue of 40 other movies. Can we do that? You know? And, and so, yeah, it, it's cool until it isn't. You hit a point of like, oh, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Oh, God, you're still doing it. You're still. Mm. Okay. It's it, okay. This is still happening. All right. You know, um, the songs, the songs aren't good. I think that's the biggest problem with the movie is the songs aren't good. They, they get like 80% of the way there, but there's no, you know, there's no frozen Encanto level song in Moana level songs in here at all. Like not even close, not even sniffing it. And so without a couple bangers in there, the rest, it shows you how fault, how flat the rest of the songs really go. The few that do kind of climb up a couple notches make you go like, man, the rest of these, whew, just, <laughs> just AI write these? Like, what happened here? You go, like, come on, guys. Um, the voice acting's fine. The animation's good. It's just you're coming off these, like, with the exception of Strange World, you're coming off like a series of just bangers. And it just... It's disappointing to see you go from, like, Encanto to this in two years. Because Encanto's amazing on, like, so many levels. And then you have this movie, which just... I mean, it's a it's a Rescuers-level Disney animated feature. You know, like, it's, it's a movie people are going to see. No one's ever going to talk about. It's never going to be referenced as a Disney classic. You know, it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, that was a movie. I mean... Sure, it's better than Strange World because that movie was the hottest of dumpster fire garbage. Like it was <laughs> real bad. But yeah, that's that's my review of Wish. Non-threatening. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Don't don't pay to see it. Watch that shit on Disney Plus. You know. What's funny is, you know, I heard, you know, Wish came out, but then that new Adam Sandler animated movie came out on Netflix, and I heard that was even better. Lou or uh, whatever it is, the... I haven't heard of that at all. Like, I've heard that's actually really good, and they're like, dude, one of these is really good, and you're not going to believe which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Adam Sandler one. Right. Uh, another animated movie, though. I would throw out. I mean, I won't beat you over the head with it because I know you guys aren't really down like that. But uh, the Venture Brothers movie, Radiant. Uh, let me get the full title because uh, it's ridiculous. Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that shit and it was fantastic. If, if you are a Venture Brothers person, it's it's a greatest hits collection in the best way but they don't do it in a way that's just like hey remember this eh, eh, eh. it's like no you get good characters with good interactions coming back and they try to wrap up some storylines uh including if uh the monarch and dr venture are brothers or not um uh yeah and there's a whole storyline where um Venture is trying to become like an Apple type company and he creates helper pods 
that play music and float and stuff like that. And then at one point they get sabotaged and start playing music and they create their own gravitational fields. That's how they float. And that pulls the entire venture compound out of the ground and up into space. And that's real entertaining. And, uh, they have to use a Voltron esque robot to try to get them back on the ground. And it's just, I haven't laughed that hard sitting by myself in a room <laughs> in a long time. Like, <laughs> I, I literally sitting by myself in a dark living room while the rest of my family was sleeping and I'm having to stifle laughing. So I don't wake anyone up. Like it was, it was that good. It was great. Highly recommend it. If you are a venture brothers person, uh, but that's, that's all I've been watching. What, what do you guys got? I got nothing. Nothing? Damn. Demon, tra- Demon Train Sword Kaizen? Not yet. I'm going to watch it probably either tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, Zach, are you going to watch the Scott Pilgrim anime? Nah, I don't really like Scott Pilgrim. I'm not a big fan. Bummer. I think I, th- I just kind of think he's... I hate the whole... Every character in that universe. I don't know. <laughs> like, they're all kind of scumbags. I mean, they are. <laughs> Uh, dude, it's funny though that you mentioned Venture Brothers because I saw that uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force is getting a twelfth season that starts airing today. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, I couldn't believe it was back. I was like, holy shit! I was like, man, they're busting out. They're like, all right, Adult Swim was like, okay, guys, we've aired every single season of Family Guy like thirty-seven times. We need to go to the vault and dust something off and start bringing back classic Adult Swim stuff again. Yeah, I'm I'm down for more Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Meet Wad. Meet Wad poor Vita. <laughs> um I think that's pretty much I mean, I I watched I don't know if you've seen it, it's on Showtime. I've only watched the first episode, but it's called The Curse with Nathan huh, Fielder and uh Emma Stone. Hmm. Where it's them, they're a married couple and they're like like realtors or whatever like selling houses but and they're doing like a tv show type thing and uh nathan's up getting like cursed by this like little girl like if you've ever seen nathan for you or like the rehearsal or whatever it's very much kind of like that style like he has a very like dry like weird kind of style of like humor um and it's that but it's like weird because it's not like a reality type show like his other one it's like an actual like scripted tv show uh but like there's one part where i don't even know like the fact that his character has like a micro penis gets like brought up and you like get to like see like it in like full frontal like shot while he's like pissing in the bathroom Jesus. and emma stone's dad apparently also has one and like talks about how he like pisses on the tomatoes or something to help him like grow as like nathan's eating a tomato and he's like you do what (laughs) and we were eating baby tomatoes that night with dinner and i was like god damn it that's like like, classic but uh so i've been i need i think the second episode's out so i need to continue watching it but um it is right up my alley for weird bullshit humor tv show (laughs) well gentlemen do we have a show i think so i think we got a show 
right. I mean, we got to put you back in the charging booth. So, I mean, uh, we got to let you go. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> I don't know why. I've always had these uh, ports in the back of my head. I don't know why you're saying anything different. <laughs> Justin, so, get us out of here before this gets awkward. Yeah. I'm trying. It's been a while since I've had to do this since the incident. So hold on. <laughs> the incident. You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? Go on the Discord. What are some games that you know you guys may not have got to play yet this year that you might want to get in the books before the end of the year? You know what? What's something to think? What's pumpkin pie versus pumpkin cheesecake, man? Where do you lie on this battlefield? And while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing in a Zach 2.0. If uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, stop trying to play God and you're all heathens. Also, go be great. Nebraska, he got done dirty this weekend.